Welcome to Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. And today we're talking about uh, not big city life, but small village life. So we'll be talking about German villages today. Heading out to the farmland. Let's do it. The whiskey for today's episode is brought to you by uh, us, by Jeff and Alex. It's, it's by us. We paid for it. Okay. And now to the show. Yeah. <laughs> So here we go, episode 16. That's where we're 16. at. We're really close to, uh, to 20, which is unbelievable again. Or halfway to 30, you know, yeah. if you really want to go also, that route. Yeah. I feel like every time that we, you know, have a new episode, it's always like a little bit surprising. It, but thanks to our listeners and we're seeing people are really tuning in. We're, we're, we're going. We're keeping, we're keeping this, uh, this train rolling. Yeah. And we wanted to give a shout out because uh, our, our number three, or how do you, how do you say this? Like our, in our, our top listeners, our third and fourth uh, country that's bringing us the most listeners is now Norway and Australia for yeah. uh, whatever reason. It used to, it used to be, uh, again, Canada has been booted to fifth. So Canada needs to, to Canada. catch up and Step Norway, up, Norway and Australia, a little uh, clap to you. Yeah. Thank you very much. It, it's, it's fun. The, uh, the third and fourth uh, listeners are always like every week. It's always shifting. It's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's it swings around a little bit, doesn't it? I wish I knew why, but I don't. No idea. But I'm not gonna complain about it either. So, uh, but we got a few more shoutouts because uh, we've been getting some lovely messages lately. Yeah, we we got some nice messages uh, over the past few weeks. Um, I'll start with one by I don't know how to say it. M G O R Z C McGorse. Um, she sent us a really nice message saying that we are. Now part of her Tuesday evening cooking routine Aww. when she makes tacos. How nice. That's and so nice. And she gave us a suggestion for a whiskey she wants to hear us talk about. But it's an expensive one. So that'll be one that we'll have to get uh, on a special episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a few whiskeys that if that you, you guys have keep recommending. And there's a reason we haven't done them yet is because they're like 90 euro. But at some point, we w- don't worry. We're, we're some point, we'll go crazy and we'll just blow we'll it all up. Yeah, so no problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, but a few more shout outs. Um, a- a- Andrew from Dresden on Facebook gave us a really nice message. So thank you to Andrew. And we have James on Facebook who sent us a link to a video he posted of him and his wife doing a, a whiskey tasting in, you know, in Corona times at home. And uh, one of the whiskeys that they tried, or I think it was like the bottom whiskey, was this George Washington whiskey you can get uh, at a local. Um, discount store that is absolutely god awful, awful. and uh, awful. I had Disgusting. it years and years ago. Yeah, and it tastes like yeah. If you left a bottle of Coke open for about three days, and uh, the carbonation <laughs> was gone, that's what it tastes like. Uh, but yeah, I, shout, I think shout in out episode to one we even talked about it. That whiskey, I feel like I, mi- I might. I can't remember if I brought it up, but uh, but th- but when I saw it, that's I was like, oh, the George Washington, yes. Um, but yeah, and another just quick shout outs to um, M. Tishner. Uh, gave us great, a great uh, message on Instagram as well. And then also one imaginative one on uh, Instagram. I think we, it's imaginative. Oh, oh, one. oh, oh, okay. Imaginative one yeah. uh, who says she's she was a, lovely. Yeah, she says she's a bourbon whiskey girl, so she's really enjoying the podcast. So thank you for tuning in every week. Yeah, really appreciate it. And uh I, I, I was mentioned too, like, we're not shitting on you, James. If you like the George Washington, you drink it. But, yeah, uh, you do you, man. With all of our reviews, it's it's just opinion. We're not giving facts on what is good and what isn't good. It's just yeah. what, what hits our tongue in a certain way. That's, that's all it is. Exactly. First one, we have big, big news. Guys. 
big, large. <laughs> Please, we'd have a brand new YouTube channel. Come check it out. Links in the description. And uh, we're doing a lot of similar things to do here, but in YouTube form. Going to be a bit different. You can see our faces. Jeff's a good-looking guy. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, and guys, this is not just a recording of the podcast. These are completely new, new content, but we're covering the, all the cool same Germany, Europe-related stuff, uh, but just YouTube format. So the same old guys, the same old whiskey, but just different format. So check us out on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search AGDW channel, or go to the link in the description. Let's do it. Yeah, let, let's uh, let's move on. Um, how are things? How you doing in your little uh, recording box over there on my computer screen? Yeah, I'm in the box. Uh, maybe I'll post a picture of the box uh, one of these days. You post a picture of the box. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting little device you made for voice recording, and it looks just super depressing to me inside. It is. Yeah, it's for voiceover work, and also I'm using it now for the podcast because I wanted to reduce some of the uh, echo. Um, and I, hopefully you guys have noticed a difference. If not, I am uh, wasting my life. Wasting your time. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, yeah. Um, in terms of uh, the corona pandemic, um, we had a big uh, change here a few days ago. Uh, I think it was Friday or Saturday, I can't remember. Uh, uh, res yeah. Restaurants, cafes, beer gardens are now open again. And it is so strange to walk down the road and see people sitting at tables and just sitting in restaurants. It's just, we got, I got so used to for months just seeing empty uh, you know, restaurants or Everything. boarded up windows and now everything feels lively again, it's weird. But I gotta say, it's kind of annoying now that the uh, the public public transportation is now getting more full again. Yep. Where before, like two weeks ago, I have one seat by myself and no one's around me, and now it's starting to get a little bit more packed. So I'm not a big fan of that. True. But I'm happy people are out and the cases are going down and people are getting healthy and that's nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're still being safe, of course. For the restaurants, uh, they cut the number of seats in half and all the waiters are wearing face masks. So every, everything's very still strict, but uh, yeah, it's feeling. A little bit more uh like uh real life yeah but yeah what, more, what have you been more, up to more normal um yeah not much um i'm sitting in my sweatpants right now my sweaties feeling nice. very nice nice um we went to you and i did on saturday went to an abandoned military compound in the south of berlin we did we won't tell you exactly where it is because uh, you know we don't really want to send a bunch of people to go Screw yeah. it up and graffiti it, but uh, but I, but it was really cool. With a little bit of research, you can you can find these places on your yeah. own. So that was that was really fun. And then um, on Thursday we have no work, and on Friday because it's a bridging day, and Thursday oh, yeah. is a holiday called Head and Tug, which translates to Man's Day, which is probably pretty sexist, but it's also a day about Jesus. I think I'm not really positive. Is it, is it also kind of the the Father's Day as well, or is that a separate day? It's also Father's Day, too. Yeah. It's also Father's Day, right, yeah. Yeah, in, in Germany. But it's pretty much a day where in the villages, people go around with a wagon with alcohol and um, food. Groups and they just of guys, walk around I mean. and get smashed. So, Yeah, but but, but there is we'll, a, we'll, we'll a Frauentag, though, so so people don't get yeah. upset. There, there's there's a day for, for everybody, so... Um. Yeah, the uh, the Women's Day is, I think, Berlin might be the, one of the few states that actually... Um, recognizes it and gives you a day off of work which is pretty cool yeah hopefully others follow suit yeah yeah it's a relatively new thing right from uh, a yeah, year or two I ago so. um but yeah like to, to go on what you said about the abandoned place that's kind of that little trip out to that small village and going out to that abandoned place was kind of gave us inspiration for today's episode um we were going from one abandoned location to another and uh my girlfriend's uh <laughs> 
uh, bicycle tire just exploded. And while we were kind of attempting to repair it, we kind of just looked around and just saw how beautiful the area was. And uh, yeah, and then it kind of gave us the, the like, hey, why don't we talk about uh, villages? I mean, there's so much, there's so much meat on that bone, you know? Yeah, and that was two days ago. We're recording right now on a Monday. So when I say we really aren't really good at planning ahead of time, um, here's a little bit of proof right there. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's true. Sometimes we have uh, weeks in advance an idea, and then sometimes uh, it comes. Yeah, it really, it really comes to us last minute. But we're really do- the thing is, we kind of we have lots of ideas, but we really want juicy stuff, and so uh, you know, we don't want to we don't want to give you guys boring topics so we really kind of try to put a lot of thought into that yeah even, yeah even if we have a boring topic try to make it at least you know interesting and a bit fun i suppose exactly but what but do we know have today? Is fun, jeff yeah this is fun this yeah. whiskey is fun um jeff ordered this one and he sent me the picture and i was like yeah I'm, get that one because <laughs> it's like the super american looking bottle um yeah alex alex i think half the time he goes off of the bottles yeah on, of course. On, when we're trying to choose he's just like dude that's the beautiful bottle that's the one yeah i'm an easy guy simple pleasures bottle looks good i'm gonna buy it yeah but it, yeah it looks like the kind of bottle you'd see like yeah on a pirate ship in the 1700s it, it's hard to just it's hard to describe but it's it's like a like yeah. a, a short stocky kind of wide bottle it's beautiful and what it is it's uh james and pepper 1776 straight rye whiskey oh my it's 46 percent, so 92 proof as it says in the front and oh it says right here it won at the san san francisco world spirits competition it got a double gold oh i don't know what that means but i'm assuming it's good i think that sounds good and it says in the front of the bottle written like beautiful kind of looks like john hancock wrote it it says, in this bottle lies the oldest and most legendary whiskey legacy in Kentucky history. Ooh. The same old style and methods have been preserved and restored in this fine whiskey. Yeah, and, and, and the tell back, what's on the back, yeah. Yeah, the back has like a snake, and it's cut up, and on every section has like N-E, I think for New England, N-Y for New York, N-J for New Jersey, P for Pennsylvania, and Massachusetts, maybe. It, it, it's a drawing I've seen. It has a s- historical significance. I've seen it before, I, oh. I, but I forget the name of it. Uh, I'm sure somebody know. listening knows exactly what we're talking about. But it's, it also does say it's the. It says "Born with the Republic," and it was established actually in 1780. It's the uh, during the American Revolution, and the Pepper family brand is the oldest brand of whiskey made in Kentucky. Wow. So yeah, 19. That's pretty cool. 1780. I mean, that's kind of actually. Even though we declared independence in 1776, the uh, War for Independence didn't officially end to like, I think, 1783. So this whiskey really? this whiskey was in the interim period when we actually weren't fully a country yet, you know, so to speak. Well, I guess Miss, Mr. James and Pepper had to, or just James Pepper, I think it is, had to drink. Oh, I don't think it's James and Pepper. It's James E. Pepper. Ah, okay. That's my fault. Okay. James E. Pepper. I'm sorry to the company, James E. Pepper. Uh, right, but well, yeah, I'm really excited to pop it. Pop this. Uh, yeah, wait, wait. Let me be quiet. Ooh, Ooh. nice. What's going? Let, let me be. Let me be quiet. Yeah, I, I, as I'm saying it, have you ever just as Is you're it, saying something, you realize it's just stupid? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All the time. So that's why I figured just record all the stupid shit we say, right? Okay. Pouring. So, um, cheers. We'll do the fake cheers again. Hopefully, for the last time, I think our fake cheers. Yeah, we might. We might 
do this in person next time. We'll see. Yes. Nice. Cheers and let's go. That's spicy. That's really good. That's good, but it's got a yeah. That's spicy. That's the only way. That's the first thing I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's really good. Mm. I think yeah. I think I'm definitely a rye guy. It's also kind of fruity. Dare I say? Think so. Take a take another sip. After notes, maybe. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. It's 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 like two seconds of extreme smoothness. And then like a spicy note at the end as it goes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Seventeen seventy six. Seventeen seventy six. All right, let's All let's right. get let's get big to the not so big city living. Yeah, not so big city living. So first thing to say, just so everybody knows, a village in Germany is called a Dorf. A Dorf. So, so you'll see. Uh, that's, that's why funny. you'll see so many signs for. Eiendorf and Wilhelmsdorf and Dorf, Dorf. Basically, yeah, just, yeah. it just means village. It, it makes it sometimes hard to remember certain uh, names just because they all, they all end in Dorf. Um, but yeah, when you see that word, that's what that means. Yeah, and, and, uh, and unlike uh, a lot of the many German cities, which used to have old historic buildings but no longer have it because of an events in the 1930s and 40s. Also known as World War II, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the um, buildings got bombed and, and a lot of the major cities, cities particularly uh, Berlin. Sure. So we have, you know, a mixture of, you know, a lot of these newer, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s built buildings. But the Dorfs, the villages, aren't really that affected because there weren't bombing villages. Yeah, there were, there the was part. no strategic value to bomb. Uh, so the, So a lot of them have these beautiful... Kind of garth- gothic uh, style architecture, mm-hmm. and a lot of these, you know, what you've probably seen a lot of travel shows, these half timbered homes where the the beams holding the the home together, you can a- you can actually see them on the facade on the outside of the building through the know? the clay. I think yeah, it's made of something yeah, of clay. exactly. Like these beautiful homes that are you know three four hundred years old, and people are still living them. Uh, and they're they're, they're absolutely uh, they're they're gorgeous. I went to this one village near my girlfriend's village, parents' village. And it was a city, a town of only those types of buildings, super small streets, all cobblestone. It was like nice. it was pretty much being in a fairy tale. It's 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 incredible. Some of these um, some of these villages and the, the culture there and everything. But that, that's what we're getting into. Yeah, and I, I think the this kind of a classic look of a German village is is what maybe an American who hasn't traveled to Europe what they what they for maybe what they first think of as being. German, you know what I mean? When yeah, they think of Germany, absolutely. is this kind of a style. Uh, but you mostly, I mean, you, you do have some bigger cities that have a mixture of it as well, but you mostly see it in the smaller smaller villages. Yeah, 100%. So, Jeff, how do we, um, I live in a city, I want to go to a village. How do I get there, Jeff? Is it easy? Is it hard? Do I have to walk? Well, that's an interesting question, Alex. Uh, it's Not super easy uh, to get around. Um, I mean, most of these older villages have their own train stations and by train yep. station most of the time it's it's uh literally just a little platform with a little hut to stand in when it's raining uh you know and some of them have do have kind of beautiful old what used to be like a bustling train station but uh is now kind of boarded up or it's rarely yeah, actually mo- manned or opened uh most but- of the time they're closed down i've noticed when you go to these train stations they have these really big buildings that used to be i guess like the the, the train hub 
but um, now they usually yeah boarded up and closed, which is kind of sad. Yeah, well they you know they they used to receive the mail and they used to have a lot more importance, and of course now they just have automatic ticket machines, so you don't need to buy tickets there anymore. Um, right. But yeah, so they have their own train station, but also um, with the. Um, which a, it's a company that has also had been in the U.S. now for a couple of years, so you may have heard of it if you're in the U.S. It's called Flixbus, which is or Flixbus, uh, which Bus. is uh, quite big in Europe. Um, and you know, for eight euro, ten euro, you can take a three four hour ride um, to a lot of smaller, big big cities, but also small cities as well. So that's a nice, uh, easy way to get to a village and throw your bicycle on there. And uh, for sure, yeah, head on I, over. I recommend um, if anyone's doing a tour, uh, taking a train. Personally, uh, it might be a little more expensive. Flixbus is pretty cheap. But yeah, I mean, the trains, yeah. you really, it's, you have, when you look out the window, you get to see a lot more, um, a lot of the nature that Germany has to offer. You go through other small villages, you get to see these train stations that sometimes are gorgeous. So, and on a Flixbus, you're taking a highway, which could also be really pretty, but I find the train routes more pretty. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's relaxing and you have uh, bathrooms um, and you can walk around. I mean, Flixbus have bathrooms as well, but they're kind of uh, yeah. from the yeah, seventh yeah. level bathrooms, of hell. But not always. I had a six-hour Flixbus ride, and you know me—I have to go to the bathroom far more than I should. I'm like a seventy-year-old man, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a six-hour thing. I said, oh, "Our bathroom's broken," like, and oh. so I didn't drink any water, or anything the whole ride. We did have a pause after three hours somewhere to go pee but uh, so for, for you three hours that's like it's a long you time were paying for, for two and a half hours of that <laughs> yeah exactly um so they do have buses but not the most reliable uh bathrooms but not the most reliable so uh careful yeah and of course you can get there by car i mean you you recently you rented a car to visit your uh your girlfriend's parents right so it's a yeah. pretty easy thing you can do uh, once years ago, I think it was one of the first times I was in Germany, I was visiting a friend who he lived in a, I think it was called Eiendorf, can't remember, I could be making this up. He lived in a village about 30 minutes from Lüneburg, which is near Hamburg. It's a small city, not a village. And Absolutely I was, pretty too, Lüneburg. Yeah, went there for New Year's one year. Oh, it was beautiful. And yeah. uh, our friend let us rent the uh, the car, and this was the his car, and this was the first time I was ever driving in, in Germany, and within uh, two minutes went down the wrong way, down a one-way street. Uh, and there just happened to be five police officers, some polizai, uh, having their little coffee break there. And so I suddenly got surrounded by five polizai. But the second I showed them my international driver's license, they just said, ah, Americana. And then they just waved me through like, like, oh, God, tourists. But, <laughs> uh, but, but anyways, what, what should have been a 30-minute ride, we ended up getting lost and for three hours to get to this guy's well place. Done. Just because there was so many, there was so we, we we just could not remember the name of the village, and there were so many dwarfs in that area, and this was yeah. kind of pre iPhone times, so uh, yeah, it was uh, it was bad. Yeah, I, I I believe it, and um, yeah, so we just took a bus, we just took a train, we just took a car. We're now in the village, Jeff. You and me right now, we're in the village. Ooh, yeah. And so what do we, what, what, what are we seeing? We're looking left, we're looking right. What do we see around us? Well, I think nice thing in Germany is in between the big cities, you have just acres and acres and acres of endless, beautiful, well-manicured farmland, you know, just yeah. beautiful fields if, and forests as far as the eye can see. If, if you think about the, um, for those of you who used it, uh, the Windows XP default background, 
<laughs> okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You're going, you're going back. Okay, but okay. That green grass and the beautiful blue yeah, sky. Yeah. That's uh, like yeah. that's a lot of Germany. Yeah, and yeah, and you and you go to these kind of nothing villages that there's really no reason to visit, and you just look around and you're like, wow, this is gorgeous. You know, I I wouldn't live here, but this is this is gorgeous. You know, I mean, for and, sure. And um, and uh, one thing that can be surprising sometimes, which which hit us the other day when we were looking mm-hmm. at these abandoned places. The quality of the roads was just astonishing. It was some of the most beautiful, well-kept roads and cycle paths we'd ever seen in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's that's Germany. I, I come from a not a village, but like a small town. Mm-hmm. And our roads can be absolute trash. But here they take so much pride in their roads. And you're in the middle of nowhere. And you have a, a beautifully, perfectly paved road. And yeah, last time we went to, yeah, we went to the car, my girlfriend, uh, we got a nice little Audi that we rented for the, yeah. for the day nice. and going through those roads, I, I, I can't drive here, but she was driving, going through these roads, these curves, you know, it's so nice, not yeah, bumpy, I, super smooth. Yeah. And like you mentioned, then, then you realize why German cars are so good, not only to drive on the Autobahn or on the Autobahn, as they would say, but yeah, the roads are, are pretty incredible. It is true that, um, especially the further east you go, maybe closer to Poland, there are some places that maybe the roads aren't as well kept because there, there is a slight um, kind of, a, at least the past 30 years, kind of economic uh, different difference in the situations between those villages and those in the west. But uh, I yep. think in general, most people, they don't really see a difference because... Um, you know, the West has been pouring money into the East since the wall came down. Yeah, I think there's that stereotype. There's, I think there's a stereotype, especially, I mean, I had it too before I moved, of like East and West Europe in general. And uh, yeah, based on history, th- there was a difference, obviously. And there still was like a bit of a trickle down dis- uh, difference between the East mm. and the West of, um, of the country, uh, based on the very recent history. But yeah, people don't really see themselves as Western Easterns anymore. I think it's very united country. But um, the East does still suffer a bit from a lower economy because of the uh, because of the uh, the fallout of the war. And when the USSR was um, in the East, they really occupied it, meaning you know they took away railroads to use the steel and you know kind of just trashed it. Yeah, and weren't exactly um, pumping the same amount of money into. Right into their territory as the uh, Western right. Allies were. Uh, right, the Allies were trying to get uh, Germany to get back on its feet so they can pay back the war operations. Sure, the USSR had a different um, strategy, and you, you see that now. Sure, um, so if you're visiting or if you want to move, uh, yeah, the economy is better in the West, but um, in terms of beautifulness and livability, there's, in my opinion, there's no difference at all, and yeah, exactly. you can still find whatever you need anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the wall coming down did kill a few Eastern German towns because of the mass accidents of exodus of people going to the West because they, you know, the yeah. jobs were better ever, and so some villages didn't recover. But, but like for example, the village we went to the other day was in East East Germany, and like we said, it was gorgeous. So, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So I think that stereotype is um, is necessarily true. Right. Um, yeah. So don't worry about it. <laughs> pretty much but um what i find really cool about about so like village I, I find it hard to explain especially as an american to americans the difference between like 
a German village, or I guess a more European style village, and what we have in the States. It's what I've experienced in the States, which right. is like Yeah, it's hard to describe. Yeah. We have like smaller we have in the States we have smaller towns, and then you have like suburbs kind of connected. You have to drive into the town, things like this. Where here a village is kind of like its own little self-containing pod, if that makes sense. Like you drive into the village, which could be surrounded by walls, depending how old it is. Like some old cities and villages have like walls around them. Oh, from like the like, medieval walls. Yeah, exactly. From the medieval times, exactly. Yeah, some of these villages um, are from you know twelve oh eight or you know the, you know nine hundred years ago. Yeah, nine hundred years ago. You know, like three digits, it's ridiculous. <laughs> And here we are with the 1776 whiskey, like, oh, history, it's so old. It's and so like, tasty. I went, I went to a bar in a village, I, was, I said, like, since 1238. Right, oh and, then, and then you just think about somebody sitting in that bar drinking a beer, you know, hundreds of years ago. Yeah, and you're, yeah unbelievable. It's insane. It's, it's um, crazy, yeah. Yeah, and one, one but, thing that sticks out to me is really, at least, I mean, maybe other people have other experiences, but in most of my experiences, people in villages are so nice. You know, and friendly yeah, and helpful. 100%. Um, yeah, and and uh, and also, you know, we, like in Berlin, people kind of in any big city, people get kind of jaded. They're not really into helping people as much, and also, they don't really. You're not if you're a foreigner in Berlin, like you're not a special thing, right? You, nobody cares. There's a million foreigners; they don't care. No, like but literally, it, no one cares. But in a lot of these German villages, you go, and if they they find out you're not German, they're like, "Why are you here?" This is, and they're 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 so interested in because they they genuine they, they interest meet so too. Few it's genuine foreigners. interest. Yeah, it's genuine interest. Because Germans won't bullshit you like that, you know. No, no, they won't. Yeah, exactly. They're pretty direct. Um, and so for me, it's kind of like it sounds stupid, but. It's kind of nice once in a while where being a foreigner uh, is a good thing, you know, and uh, you know what I mean. So, uh, it's, so it's 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 nice that people take interest and and uh, yeah, you you, you kind of feel um, like I remember someone told my girlfriend when I went to go visit when I first we first started dating and went to this little village, and like I was like exotic, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not an exotic guy. I'm pretty white bread, but. There, I was to them pretty exotic. To them, you were like this zebra that just rolled up and like, why, why, what? You know? uh, this, this Jewish guy from the United States. Why is he in a small little village? So weird. Doesn't he speak German? Wow. Yeah, yeah. And actually, it, <laughs> ha it happened to me when I visited my girlfriend's village. Um, you know, we walked around for about an hour. She was showing me stuff, and then we came back to her parents' place. And then about half an hour later, her parents' neighbor knocked on the door and asked her parents. Hey, I heard people speaking English. What's happening? What's what? Why is he visiting? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, good. Yeah, it was it was it was classic small town uh, Germany. But again, it wasn't like they weren't afraid, or they were like it no. was like it was like the news. Oh, you know, like uh, I, I, I want to talk to him. What's happening? You know. <laughs> and a lot of them have like a very. Um, I think I think the villages here have a very very big community community type feeling, for yeah. better or for worse. Like they all really help each other out. But um, even if like you are a foreigner in a village and people don't accept you because you're not part of that community, mm. don't feel bad about it. Uh, my girlfriend's brother and Walt and her, they moved there 20 years ago and he still lives in his village. Right. And he's and German. And he's still, and he's German. He's, you know, he's lived there since he was what, 10 years old. And he's the mayor. He's a volunteer uh, firefighter. He's a banker there. Like, Everyone knows him, um, but he's still considered like the new guy oh because he because he, he wasn't born there, right? Because they've accepted knit. him all good. 
But I think it doesn't have like a problem. Like, oh yeah, whatever, new guy. <laughs> new guy who's been here majority oh. of your life. Yeah. 20 years, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I, can, um, yeah, I could see that though because they're so tight-knit. Um, but yeah, they're generally, like uh, another good example I have to bring up is um, years ago I was going to another abandoned place north of Berlin. I think it was near Berlin by Bernau. Or by, sorry, Bernau by Berlin, which is actually the full name of a city, Bernau by Berlin. Is and, it? Yeah, and it literally oh. means Bernau next to Berlin. Near, next to near yeah. Berlin. Um, and we arrived with our bikes, and we were on our way in the middle of nowhere in a small village, and um, my friend's, uh, not his tire got a leak, but the actual valve on the tire broke. So that it could, no good. So it wouldn't hold air. In the middle of nowhere, and this wonderful German old lady came over, and a German asked us, like, oh, it's all okay. And we, we pointed to the tire and did, you know, talk to her as much as we could, and she said, oh, yeah, yeah come with me. And she dragged us to, like, the near, the, or the only uh, auto repair shop in the, in the village and explained to the guy what happened. And he said, oh, no problem. And he took, our, t- took my friend's bike. He was in there for about 10 minutes, and then he came back out. I don't know what he did, if he, if he, if he just completely replaced the air tube or what but he came back out and we asked him how much and he said no no it's all good free of charge and he just that's f- awesome and he just fixed the tire and then as on our way back the old woman asked us to come back to her place for tea you know but we couldn't because you know we had so much to do that day um but that that again that that would not happen in berlin um but uh so, mm, so yeah. it just shows you like you know people in these villages are nice and they're yeah they, it's, it's, it speaks it speaks volumes i think to um to, yeah, to the to the people to those people. Absolutely. Um, I've I've had very similar experiences. Most people I've ever met are super friendly. Like, questioned, you know, a lot of questions because I am, you know, not from there or even mm. from the country, but like genuinely super super nice. I went for uh, New Year's with a few friends. We stayed. Um, honestly, I can't even remember where it was, but it was like probably about eight seven eight hours from Berlin driving by car. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was um, this super tiny uh, farm village. And um, they had an alpaca farm, which <laughs> I love alpacas. So I was Wait, really excited. Is, is to that see. where you were staying? At the alpaca farm? No, nope, oh. but we were staying like in the region where there was one nearby. And so we we're like, let's just go for a walk. So we went for this really long walk. We found this village bar, the only thing that we found. Um, and we went inside, had a few beers. And the woman, uh, had her, the woman who was working there was probably 67 years old. She had a photo on the wall. And she's like, yeah, that was taken 30 years ago. I've been working here for that long. Like, <laughs> I love my job. I love working here. Welcome nice. to my bar. Like, And then the owner of the alpaca farm, and we told him about the alpaca farm. We said, we, you know, cool, you guys have that, but it was closed. But too bad. And it happened to be, like, no shit. The owner of the alpaca farm just walked in to get a beer. Oh, while you were like there? His, That's insane. Yeah, while we were there. Wow. And she told him. And he's like, oh, you want to come by and take a look? And we're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. He's like, it's right down back. So he took us around back. We got to see oh, the alpacas. So cool. Not a problem. Like, he doesn't know us. We're all like, we're all foreigners in there. Mm. A lot of them were German. Actually, all of them were German except for me. The people I, were with, I was with. But like, but you in were that foreign village, we're to that all village, foreigners, right? Yeah, of course. He's like, yeah, no problem. Come on back. He let us stay there. My friend has a uh, one-year-old kid, so uh, she was super excited. It was just super friendly and like. I don't see that in my everyday life here, you know. That's dude. That that's awesome. It was really cool. It was a really nice day. And didn't you mention? And once I got some you, awesome photos from alpacas. Yeah, didn't didn't you mention once you went to like a? So it was like a 
dinosaur bowling alley restaurant or something in your girlfriend's village? I can't, I can't remember what, yeah. what the deal was with that. So her parents know that I love bowling. And so like almost every time I go to visit them, we find somewhere to go bowling. And Wait, you there's mean there's, bo- there's more than one place to go bowling in, this, in, their, in her village? Yeah, you have to drive a bit oh, to okay. get to the bowling alley. Okay, so gotcha. they're, they're in different villages. Oh, okay. Um, and there's this one place we went to a few times, and I, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like a dinosaur slash Flintstones themed <laughs> bowling alley. Nice. Well, bowling alley slash bar slash restaurant. And it's like always all, packed. All in the same like, room? It's hard like, to get. Like, are you eating in the same room with the lanes and everything, or is it like a separate? Not e- it like flows into each other. Okay, I gotcha. And so you have the lanes next to the bar, and that kind of flows later into the um, main dining area thing. Right. And it's like it's really hard to get a an alley there. You have to really book it far in advance because that place is bumping. <laughs> and uh, bumping. Yeah, there's two. There's just two bowling lanes. Right when you walk in, you just see them. And the pins are connected to strings. So it's not like a traditional lane. Oh, so it's a really down old and then school. Uh, yeah, bowling really alley mechanism. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, as you're playing, as you're bowling there, you see some people going in there grabbing a beer because that's like their local bar, I guess. Mm. And then I grabbed dinner there uh, once. And I had like, like her dad ordered for me. He's like, get this. It's super good. And I was like, yeah, it looks really good. And it was like a steak. Uh, um what's it called a pork like a piece of pork like a pork chop and some chicken and like some vegetables on a huge enormous plate and it was probably i think it was cooked like right in the back by some guy in the grill like totally good village food <laughs> um it probably cost like 10 euros it was incredible like it was such a cool place that you could only probably find oh man i can imagine in a, in a small little dorf you know yeah, yeah. i and, loved it and and i would say I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like most dorfs, villages, um, like very traditional German food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, yeah and, all the food is pretty much like pig with pig. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like really tasty. And, you know, and the woman who's cooking is using the same recipes her family's been using for God knows how long. You know, like you get really, what do you, what do you call it? Like, yeah, like grandma's home cooking. You know what I mean? In, in these villages. It's really yeah, sure. super tasty. Super tasty. Um, that's why, like, I always want to recommend if people come to visit uh, any anywhere in Europe. Usually, you go to the big cities. You go to Paris. You go to Berlin. You go to Rome, whatever. But I really recommend if you're here for a week, just take one day, get on a train, and just go somewhere. Absolutely, and just explore a bit because it's it's so worth it. You really get more into the culture and get to see more traditions than you would in a big city yeah and you get a little bit more nature um as well but yeah like you said take take that one day um and just slow it down a little bit you know what i mean and then yeah yeah Yeah, and like every time i always get to them you know um one i realize how fresh the air is and two like just how quiet and beautiful yeah it is you know yeah really just hear the wind maybe like a one dog barking in the distance or that's it yeah birds bees other things. And you go to a field, you have the whole field to yourself, basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny, like the other day when we were, like my girlfriend's tire popped. Remember, we were on the side of this road next to this field, very quiet. And like, you know, once every 10 minutes, a car would go by. 
and they honked at us every time and waved at us every time. Remember that? True. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah. like as if they'd never seen a group of people chilling on the side of that road before, like drinking beer, fixing a bike tire. It was, yeah, it was funny. Well, yeah, to, to, to paint a picture of that, it was kind of, uh, the tire popped and Jeff was fixing it. And then one of our buddies pulled out a blanket to sit down. Uh, there happened to be a gas station like 500 meters away. So we went there, grabbed a few beers and we're like, you know what? We'll just chill here for the rest of the day. We got some music out because we had a speaker with us. Like we were super well prepared for this tire popping. <laughs> um, yeah, we just chilled on the side of the road and like a really nice long patch of grass right next to this beautiful wheat field that'll probably be the beer we're going to be drinking next month. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, and every time someone drove by, they were honking. It was super cool. Yeah, yeah. And I wish I could remember the name of the uh, bicycle tire patch that I was using because I told you not to use it because we spent, what, 20 minutes and three or four different tries and the patch kit lasted a full like three minutes before it blew again. So, but uh, and it blew hard. And it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because my girlfriend was like, "Did you guys hear that?" And you were like, "How could we not hear that?" Jesus Christ! It sounded like a <laughs> bomb going off. You could see the ripple effect of the sound yeah, waves. I, I swear, I, this could be totally in my head, but I swear that I saw like white smoke squirt out when it happened. But that could have just been in my head. I don't know. I think I saw flames. Yeah. Not exaggerating. These are facts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like also these these German towns, which is also I think a good reason for any tourist who has the time to go to small villages, they definitely practice the old traditions more than the bigger cities, right? So so you'll see kind of fun little quirky festivals and stuff that you will not get in a bigger city. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, we we go into that, but we already we already have gone into that. Right, if you go check out our episode, What the Fest, we'll talk about, it'll actually just kind of scratch the surface of of these kinds of yeah. know, dwarf uh, festivals. But yeah. Episode that's, six, What the Fest. If you want to hear more about that, check that one out. There you go. Yeah. Because they're interesting for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and as, uh, what's your name? Alex <laughs> mentioned. Uh, both, yeah, that's my name. My name is Alex. Both Thanks. of our girlfriends come from tiny dwarfs. Um, yep. so, and that we've both visited and, and so that's why we have a little bit, maybe a little bit more experience than some other people. And also I, I, and you wouldn't really call it a dwarf, but I come from a tiny town in the USA that's kind of snuggled in the mountains. So I kind of know what it is to be in a small place that has nothing to do where there's nothing for a kid to do. So, and I think anybody who lives in a village knows that pain of, trying to figure out just what the fuck to do with your friends, you know, and just like biking around or driving around and, you know. Let's go for a drive. That's what we did. Like I come from a pretty small town and like when you're 16, 17, what do you want to do? I don't know. Go for a drive. Yeah. How much, yeah. how much like CO2 did we put in the air just because we had nothing else to do? You know what I mean? How much yeah, gas did we burn? <laughs> probably a lot. But that's for a different but, episode. <laughs> to talk about our gas problems. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's much more to talk about. I think a lot of these things could be extrapolated to, um, actually, they can. I know they can be to other uh, countries in Europe at least because oh, I like uh, do yeah. a lot of road trips through Europe and a lot of time you drive, you know, through farmlands to come to a little dorf, keep going, another little village, keep going. One village I drove through actually in Poland, it said like you're entering this village. Mm. There was one house. And then I said, you're leaving, <laughs> you're leaving village. the village. Yeah. Yeah. It's population three. Yeah. I love those signs. See, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And, and, and for anybody who, who does dig abandoned buildings, um, 
go to the places that are out in these small villages because they're much more secluded and easier to get into than than the ones that in the are city. in the deep in the city that'll have much more security and stuff. Um, but yeah, like we 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 will have a an abandoned Germany episode where we talk about kind of abandoned building and urbexing in general. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, I think that's good um, to wrap her up. I think that's a good good place to wrap her up. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. I, I just hope it get, gets people to visit uh, more smaller smaller places. You know, at least throw yeah, it in I hope there so too. You know, and you know, yeah. Don't 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 trash them either. You know. Yeah, yeah. Be be respectful. You know, because you you don't don't want to give. Uh, you know, Americans or whatever country you're from, a bad name. You know, because because they will remember, because you will be the one person from that country that they've ever seen, and so they will remember you. So, uh, you know, try not to. No, and don't say, oh yeah, you know, Americans in Germany drinking whiskey told me to come here. Well, I mean, if it's nice, unless you're being nice, yeah, yeah and you're nice. like you're like giving into the economy, then for sure tell them just so they can maybe yeah. put a poster of us somewhere. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So before we wrap up. Let's uh, and talk about this whiskey. Yes, please. I'm just going to ask one more time, very shamelessly, to please, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, to give that, that uh, five-star review. We read them all. We appreciate them all. And it helps our podcasts get more, reach more viewers or listeners like you who are interested in this types of topics. Yeah. Um, follow us on, Insta- on, uh, on Facebook and also on Instagram at americans.in.germany.podcast. We'd love to hear from you, your ideas, um, any comments you have, episode ideas, your favorite whiskey, your favorite beer, your least favorite whiskey, why you don't like our voices. I don't care. I'd love to hear some feedback. <laughs> yeah. I, I absolutely want to hear why you don't like Alex's voice, so please send me yeah. those comments to my personal channel if you want. So. And if you say because I mumble too much, I understand, and I'm trying to work on that. Um, but Jeff, 1776 by James E. Pepper, straight rye whiskey. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, well, I'm taking another sip right now. Yeah. Still going down smooth. Still liking it. Mm. That's good. I like it a lot. What can I say? That's that's a tasty, yeah, I'm a rye guy. I mean, I wish I had a t-shirt that's just, I'm a, I'm a rye guy. That's all, you know. That's what I'm saying. Man. I, 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 I never really had a rye before. Uh, this podcast and every single rye we've had, uh, I, I really I love it. Yeah, I would recommend to you uh, Old Overholt, which is like a standard rye whiskey that's also been around forever. And in the states, maybe it's not that special because you can get it for like seventeen, eighteen bucks or whatever. But um, here, it's we'll, again we'll, more right. Maybe maybe it. we'll have time for it. It's one of my favorite rye whiskeys. Um, let's do it. Yeah. But anyways, I, we're talking about this whiskey. Jeffrey. Right, so, so, let's focus. 1776. Focus. Put yourself back in time. Uh, it, it's a little spicy. Mm. And it goes down really smooth, yeah, I would say. Absolutely. And it's just, I don't, it's super, I want to say full. Mm. Full-bodied. As yeah. I say. Well, it's, there's a full journey. There's the the up and the middle and the down, and it, it just it changes. Uh, I'm coming out straight, real quick. I'm giving it a nine. Oh my lord! Yeah, I really like it. Hmm. Is that too high? I, no, that, that's your that's your rating. What do you mean? Is it too high? Don't ask I don't me. Know. I'm, I'm I'm really excited if, about if, it. If that's what came out of your heart right away, then just go for it. Like uh, for me, true. I'm gonna say an eight. 
they still get still a high. That that's still yeah, a high. Of course, that's a very it, very good rating. It's it's yeah. As far as rye whiskey goes, oh, what did we give the bullet rye whiskey? I can't remember. I have to look back in the documents for that. But uh, I remember I like this more than the bullet. I like this I, definitely more than the bullet. I, th- I might like it more than the bullet. Yeah, I can't really remember, but I think I do. That's what I want to say. But it's on. It's on par with the stork, I would say, which I also gave a nine, I believe. Uh, yeah, very different from the stork, but also it's just it's really easy to drink. And like, if you ever buy this bottle and you want to put a note in it and throw it in the ocean, this is the perfect bottle for that. And create a so-called message in a bottle. Yeah, that's what's called. <laughs> this is the. <laughs> I just totally forgot what it was called. This is the perfect message in a bottle bottle. Like every movie where they get a message in a bottle, it's from this bottle. I'm right. 100% sure. You know, it's the bottle that's been floating around for 200 years. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's an awesome bottle. That's why I took the home the real bottle and Jeff has the fake one. Okay, great. Well, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10. Uh, just to, for you guys to look out, we got some good plans for the future for this uh, podcast. We, you know, we plan on, once we're able to, to have... Um, guests in the future we want to visit some dis- whiskey distilleries br- yep. you know bring you some live podcasts from dis- some distilleries you know and have some good, some good guests so we're working on, we just have our you know you can see now we have our new logo but we're also working on um a website right now it's under development under construction yes that will have our episodes um but also our a page with our whiskeys the photo of it and the review we gave it with a little bit of snippets, what we said about it. So if you can't remember a whiskey that you liked an episode that you heard, you can go to the website and you'll be able to see it. Still in the construction. Hopefully it'll be up within the next four weeks. But well, um, I mean, uh, let's let's do it less than four weeks. Let's work. Let's, let's get that thing going. I don't want to make promises I can't deliver, man. True. Okay. But I didn't I make promises. I, I can't cash. Yeah. I'm just saying we'll try to get it sooner than four weeks. I'll say that. That's yeah, not we'll, try, we'll try to get it as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. Once we can meet up again, we can sit down and really work on it. Um, yeah, the, the biggest thing right now is, you know, not being together and not being able to, you know, sit down and change things. But it's exactly. under construction. We have a lot of things on the website already. It's just not live yet. Yeah, we yeah. Have domain name as well. And it's going to be good. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it now, but one thing we do plan on putting on the website is we're going to create some, when it's appropriate, create some mini episodes, uh, which will give kind of more detailed information about certain topics that maybe aren't fun for all listeners, but for some people who are really into it, into that specific topic, they'll get some more detailed information. It'll be small, like, you know, five, 10 minute episodes, but they'll be um, website only. Yeah. We'll, the more boring, dry stuff um, might be on there, like, Right, you know the exact. How do you register yourself as a freelancer? Which form do you need? You know that kind of stuff. Because yeah. we'll be more vague in the uh, general episode because it's not interesting for everybody. So, but don't worry. Yeah, um, big things coming. We're super excited. Episode twenty dropping in four episodes. <laughs> Thank you all guys for joining. Thanks for um, listening. Stay again. safe. Still, you know, do your best to. Um, Stay away from other people. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, wear your mask. Cheers, Jeff. And I just also realized my mic is really starting to stink. <laughs> what?